Thanks for joining with me tonight. Here uh, I am. Uh, this is day seven in quarantine. <laughs> Man, uh, I feel like a, a Labrador puppy, you know, trying to come into a new country. No, I've got to be in quarantine, you know. You know, it's quite funny. You're in quarantine. You keep wondering if you're getting all the effects of the coronavirus. And really, we're just going crazy. There's just so much of it going on. It's driving us all crazy. But what I want us to do is recognize that what's going on in the world, these are serious events. And, you know, the enemy has a plan to uh, to break down society to destroy um, nations because look we, we all understand from the scripture where things are heading in the book of revelation you know it's going to get to that one world government position and is this just a test of all those things that's going on right now is that what's taking place these are things that we can lift before the father but one thing we want to do is we want to stand upon his word and start moving in the spirit of prophecy that we start rising up and speaking forth the words that the father has given to us we should be a people who are prepared yep you know the sad fact is i've, I've spent the last couple of months really saying to people, wake up, let's be prepared, let's be prepared. The hour has come. This is the day of salvation. This is the day of supernatural deliverance where we see the glory of Yehovah manifest in the nations of the earth. I'm just preaching what I was born for. I don't know about you. I don't know why you were born, but I was born to proclaim the glory of Yehovah. Clean my teeth before this. There's nothing worse than toothpaste in your mouth when you're trying to speak. Here we go. Ah, that is so much better. Anyway, the glory of Yehovah is here. It is so important that we recognize that we are called to walk in the Spirit, walk in His ways. And yes, the, the leadership of the body of Messiah should be stirring the people in the nations and say, come on, take up the gifts that the Father has given you. Take up the mantle of the Spirit, the things that the Father has called you to walk in. Understand your identity in Messiah. Don't, you know, your identity is not your work that you do or your family name. Your identity is found in Messiah. Before the foundations of the earth, he made mention of your name. I'm going to come to that scripture in a second. But let's just read a couple of scriptures as we start to get into prayer. And, you know, expect a mighty outpouring of the Spirit tonight or today or wherever you're watching from. Expect a mighty outpouring of the Ruach HaKodesh. Why? Because His glory, the manifest power of Yeshua, dwells within us. Do you realize that there is no force in this universe that is greater than the glory of Yehovah? And you have the glory of Yehovah dwelling within. Hallelujah. So anyway, uh, John chapter 1. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this time. As we come together, Father, we want to be prepared and equipped. We want to stir each other, um, uh, spur each other on in the gifts that the Father's given us. Help us to fan into flame those gifts. May we get fanned into flame so that we become active for service. You know, that little uh, cinder, we want to blow 
we want to blow the, the air on that cinder so that it will start to get brighter. And maybe we can get a fire started out of you tonight. Maybe we can get to that place where the fire of Yehovah will start manifesting all over the nations of the world. That's what we want to see. We want to see the Father moving in a mighty way. You are called to be contagious. You are called to be so full of the Spirit, so full of the fire of the Spirit. You know, this is our calling. This is what we're called to walk into. Why? Because the same power that raised Yeshua from the dead is dwelling within you. He is dwelling within you. All right, welcome, uh, Sandy from South Georgia. Hallelujah. Good to have you come and join us. Uh, you've been talking about preparation and, and discipline. Yeah, that's right. Synapasis. How do you say that name? Synapasis. Excellent. Good to have you join us tonight. Excellent. Hallelujah. Just have a shout out where you're tuning in from right now so we can uh, just uh, say hello. There we are. Oregon, welcome. Um, you know, let's let's share. Just share this. Let's get this message out there because I believe that the Father is going to move in a powerful way tonight as we proclaim that for His glory to be revealed. So anyway, I'm going to read from John chapter 1 from the Gospels to start um, because the Gospels are awesome. Hallelujah. It says in verse 14, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Fort Myers, Florida. Welcome, Susan. Hallelujah. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory. Have you seen Messiah? Are you made in his image? You know, it was awesome the other day as we talked about render unto Caesar what is Caesar's because what is engraved on that coin. But here's the reality. Render unto God that which is God as he engraved his son upon you. Are we walking about as little Christ? Are we little anointed ones? Are we walking around full of the glory of Yehovah? Because that is where we are called to be. We have seen his glory. Why? What does that mean? We have seen the manifest power of God through the Son bring transformation, bring prophetic fulfillment as prophecy is being fulfilled. We are living in a day where prophecy is being fulfilled and the Father is saying, who will I send? Who will go with me? Who will take up uh, the execution stake and walk in the name of Yeshua for such a time as this? Uh, let's not get shouting now. Let's not get shouting. We're only at the beginning here. You know, save some of the energy for the last lap round the stadium, you know, as we press through. The Word became flesh. The Messiah, He became flesh. He dwelt amongst us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only, the reflection of the Father manifest in the Son, full of grace and truth. None of us deserve this. None of us deserve grace. None of us deserve truth. What does truth do? Truth is the ingredient that sets you free. Truth, truth will cut through what? The lies, cut through the deception. One of the greatest enemies of the enemy 
is deception, is lies. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Stop conforming to the patterns of a liar and let's be conformed to the patterns of Yeshua and speak forth his word and his truth at this time. Hallelujah. We've got Margaret in the UK. Welcome. Yay. Got some people in the UK. Hallelujah. So we want to press in tonight and and we just want to uh, proclaim the words of Yehovah in our lives and just speak forth his truth. And, you know, just let, we'll just let testimony come out. You know, times when we have seen the glory of God. When have we seen the manifest glory of God? I'll never forget being in the Johannesburg Convention Center with Jared Davidoff. And as I was prophesying over the nation of South Africa... As I was prophesying, the glory of God started to fall upon, upon the place in a mighty way. In fact, it was so powerful that on the recording, you can actually hear the sound of angels singing over the prophecy. What a powerful time it was in the glory of Yehovah. He is amazing. Uh, there was another time when I was in uh, South Africa, um, was at the community church, the Connection Church um, in Johannesburg. And I was in there and I was just, there's probably 8,000 people in the church and I wasn't speaking. I was just there with a friend of mine that was organizing my tours in South Africa. And uh, I knew a few people in that fellowship. And I'm just sitting there on the side, the tears on the side. Uh, and, you know, the whole place is packed. There's not a seat left in the entire place. And um, the guy's preaching and Man, it's powerful and it's a great message, a great word. And then I hear the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit says to me, when I tell you, I want you to interrupt the preacher. I'm like, oh boy, that's not the word I want to hear. When I tell you, I want you, I want you to interrupt him. I said, okay, Father, I will do what you say. So I said to my friend that, that brought me there because she knows the pastor well. I said, listen, uh, you know, the father has told me when he tells me to interrupt the the pastor. And uh, I just want to tell you in advance because, you know, I don't want to damage your reputation in any way. I'm going to be obedient to what the Holy Spirit is saying. <laughs> but listen, this might freak you out a little. So look, if you want to sit somewhere else or move, I have no problem with you doing that because I didn't come here to embarrass you. You know, but this is what the fathers told me to do. At the right time, interrupt this preacher. And that's exactly what happened. I waited and I waited and I'm, oh, God, man, you can imagine my heart. My heart is thumping. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. When is this going to happen? When is this going to go down? And then the moment comes when the Holy Spirit says, now, interrupt the preacher now, (laughs) you know, and I stand up. And I said, excuse me, in my Scottish accent, excuse me, I have something to say. And I'm, sh- I'm having a shout. Yeah, this is a huge place with thousands of people. Excuse me, I have something to say. 
the pastor stopped speaking, and I go on this walk. Let me tell you, that was one long walk. I walked down the tiered seating of the side. I walk all the way down one of the aisles towards the middle. Then I turn the middle, and now I've got to walk all the way down the middle, all the way to all these stairs going up to this huge platform. You know, it's got to be at least uh, 15 or 16 stairs up. This was a high platform in this huge place. And I get down there, you know, and, and I walk up the stairs. I'm, I'm walking past security and I'm just walking up there and I walk up and I have no idea what I'm going to say. I have no idea. I just, you know, the Holy Spirit said, when I tell you, I want you to interrupt the pastor, you know, I'm going to give you a word. I'm like, really? Okay, then uh, let's go for this. Hallelujah. Let's be obedient to the Spirit. I put my hand out to take the mic. The guy hands me the mic. You know, I turn around and I'm standing there on the stage, you know, with thousands of people out there and... You know, and then I say to this couple up the very back row, the furthest point in this fellowship, to the very back row at the back of the tiered seating, I say to this couple, stand up, hear the word of the Lord. You are the full-time evangelists in this church. Now, I've never been in this church before. I've never met these people before. I said, you are the full-time evangelists in this place. And I just want to uh, uh, bring um, confirmation to a word the Father's given you. And I speak that word. And man, I tell you what, something happens in this place. And they, they start weeping. God starts moving. Man, I tell you, the glory of God shows up in this entire place. So all the people in this place know who those people are. I have no idea. I'm just Kenny Russell from Scotland, you know. And uh, this is what happens. It's radical what takes place. Then I'm just standing there and the Holy Spirit says, tell the people to repent. You are not listening to the message. And I, and I said, listen, this is, what the, this is what the pastor is preaching this morning. This is his message. You have no ears to hear because of your disobedience. There's so many of you out of touch with the Holy Spirit. You're out of sync with the Spirit. And the Father's saying, today you need to come into uh, alignment by the Spirit right now. Teshuva, repentance, belongs in this house. And as I spoke this word out, the glory of Yahovah starts manifesting in this place. And all of a sudden, people start getting down on their faces, start repenting before the Father. There's a mighty move of the Spirit happening all over the building. And no one's clucking around like a bunch of funky chickens and doing crazy kindalini things. No, this is a pure anointing and outpouring of the Spirit that's taking place in this church in Johannesburg, South Africa. It is radical what's happening. And we watch the glory of the Father move. And, you know, I'm sharing this message for this purpose. There's people watching right now. Your lives are out of sync. You are not in a place to receive the anointings and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You need to repent right now. Bring yourself to that place where you start to become true to who you are instead of playing the game. 
You want to play games? You can play games all day long. But you are not going to see the protection of Yehovah. What did we just read in the book of John, verse 1? What did we read? I haven't even got to my second scripture yet. Hallelujah. But what we read in that verse is so important. And I need you to see what the the Son carries. He came from the Father full of grace and truth. It is the truth of Yehovah, the truth of God that sets you free. You want to be used mightily of God, then you need to be someone who walks in truth. You need to be someone, number one, who understands that if you are not real with yourself, you cannot be used in the kingdom. We have to lay our lives down before him. We need to be true to ourselves and say, Father, I want to walk in your ways. I want to see your glory manifest within my life. Show me your glory that I may walk in your ways. I I, I want to receive the glory of God. We can see his power manifesting around us that morning in that church in South Africa, the Connection Church. That's what it was called. The glory of Yehovah manifested in such a powerful way. And as that was taking place, people were being ministered to. They were repenting. They were genuinely turning around from their sins. And I want to take a moment right now under the sound of my voice. Do you need to deal with sin within your life? Do you need to deal with things? What's the Holy Spirit saying to you? Let's take a pause right now. Oh, show me your glory. Hallelujah. That's awesome. But are you willing to prepare your life? Are you willing to lay your life down in such a way that that you become a carrier of the glory of Yehovah? So that when you open your mouth, it's not your words that come forth. It's the word of the Spirit bringing truth and life. Truth and grace as we see within that scripture. Hallelujah. Acts chapter uh, 7 it says, Then the high priest asked him, uh, Are these uh, charges true? And I just want to pull out just one of these scriptures here. To this he replied, Brothers and fathers, listen to me. The glory of God appeared to our father Abraham. I love this word. When he was still where? Was he in Pontypool in South Wales? Uh, was he in Caesarea? No, he was in Mesopotamia. Yeah, Mesopotamia or whatever it is. He, that's where he was. He was right there. Yes, he was. And guess what? He wasn't in the place in the great service. He wasn't with the believers going, Hallelujah, I'm just enjoying my time with the believers and we're all sipping some wine and having a great evening in the presence of God. No, where is he? He's in that place before he lived in Haran. So he wasn't in the place where, uh, where you know, it was uh, an, in- an incredible place of the tangible presence of God. No, he is coming out. His, his father, his, his line are priests of other gods. The father is setting Abraham free. He is bringing him out. He's bringing him to a place of transformation. And that's where we need to get to today. We need to get to the place of transformation. Hallelujah. So we proclaim right now, Father, renew our hearts, renew a right work within our hearts. We want to see the grace of Yehovah, but we also want to see your truth in action because our alignment of our life right now is so important. 
Someone is waiting on the other side of your obedience. Someone is on the other side of my obedience. Will we obey? Will we walk in his ways? Will we obey him? So what's the call today? The call today is as we come to the place, if you want to call out on the name of God to bring transformation in your life, but you're not willing to change your life, how are you going to see the glory of God revealed through your life? Father, I want the transforming power of your Holy Spirit. Why? Because your presence will push back any disease. Your presence will push back evil. Put a couple of notes down. There is no power greater than the power of Yehovah. There is no power greater than the power of God that is called to dwell within you. God's glory is God's power. And his power dwells within you. There is no power. The, uh, um, the corona virus is not powerful in comparison to how amazing God is. So speak forth the victory over your lives today. Let's see the manifest power of God. What is his glory? His glory is his presence. The presence of God is here. Father, we pray right now for your presence to be here, for your presence to be real, to be tangible. We want to partake of you in Yeshua's name. It's the manifest presence of God. It's his power. It's uh, his resurrection power. Receive the resurrection power. Rise up as a born-again believer in Messiah. Stop playing games. Stop just playing being a believer. You know, has God ever rescued you? Has he ever set you free? Has he ever took you to a place where he has demonstrated uh, his salvation power over your life in such a powerful way? If that's true, then how are we living? Are we living to proclaim his glory? Are we making his glory known? What are we doing with the testimonies of his resurrection power within our lives? He has the power to deliver. I speak deliverance right now in Yeshua's name. Yes, we want to shake things up tonight. We want to shake things up in the spirit. We're talking about the glory of God. Every time his glory manifests, you're going to see a heavenly shaking take place within our hearts and within our world. Yes, we're not just going to stop at what's happening within our lives because we're going to start proclaiming over our families, start proclaiming over our communities. Hallelujah. Let the power of Yahweh bring forth deliverance the glory of God is the power to overcome you can do it someone needs to hear that right now you can do it yeah you keep falling back to sin but you're not relying on the power of the spirit to give you victory then I proclaim in Yeshua's name the power to overcome is right here, right now. Receive the power to overcome doesn't matter what you're facing it's the power to overcome. So the enemy is trying to encamp around you, trying to press you down, trying to push you into the ground so you cannot function. I release the overcoming power of Yeshua Hamashiach over your life right now in Yeshua's name. You are what? An overcomer. We are born to be overcomers in Messiah. It's the power to transform. 
God's glory is the power to transform. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you know what that means? Do you know what transformation is all about? Whoa, look at that person. That is not who they used to be. They are what? Transformed. They're transformed. You're not the same. Come on. Let's not be the same. Let's be transformed in the presence, in the power of Yehovah. It's his power, his manifest power. There is no power greater than the power of God. And the power of God dwells in you by the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit dwelling in your life, Father, right now, will you pour out your Spirit upon your people? Will you set us on fire in your presence to bring forth victory at this hour? I speak supernatural transformation. May the fire of Yehovah, may the glory, may the presence of God, may the power of God, may the resurrection power of Yehovah manifest within our lives. May we receive tonight everything that we need to be equipped for. For action. Prepare your people for war. Prepare your people to go forth in his name. Not in the name of Zionism, not in the name of your denomination, not in the name of Hebrew roots, not in the name, look, whatever, but go forth in his name. Stop diluting the power of God. Stop diluting the power of God. So anyway, I'm in that church and all these thousands of people move into repentance. The Father moves in a mighty way. It's an incredible experience. I'm just standing there, man, I've hardly said anything. And his glory is manifesting in this place. I hand the mic back to the pastor and I'm like, what else can I do here? You know, look, look at what's happening here. The Father is moving. His glory is here, the power to deliver, to uh, save, to redeem is in action right now. Salvation is taking place in the hearts of people right here, right now. Here's your mic. This is what he said to me. I'm, starting, I'm already walking down the stairs. I haven't even met the pastor. It's not like, hi, nice to meet you, what's your name? I haven't even met him. I'm handing on the mic back and now I'm about to walk into the crowd. And he says this to me, stop right there, stop. I want you to come back up here. And just as people were starting to get back into their seats, you know, this is like 15, 20 minutes of just a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. Just boom, supernatural taking place as people are getting back into their seats. He says, I just want to address the fellowship here today. He said, I've got a few things I want to say. He said, number one, he said, I've been the senior pastor of this fellowship for 25 years or whatever, how many years it was. And he says, all of my security understands clearly what the protocol is in this place. There is no one going to stand up in any part of this auditorium and say, I've got something to say and walk down here and think that he's going to get handed the mic. That is not going to happen. We already have the protocol. Security already has the understanding. The head of security knows exactly what needs to take place. If that happens, security goes, bundles that guy, takes him, and flings him out of the church. That's, that's the protocol. But he said, I want to tell you something. 
And I'm not saying this for my sake. I'm saying this for the, for the sake of his glory that you can understand what it truly means to walk in the glory of God. Because listen, man, look, what, what do they want to do? They want to shoot other men down. They want to discredit. They want to break. They, they, they want to push you down. But what does the father do? He's like, you know what? In the midst of all of this, press into me and watch what I'm going to do. You watch what I'm going to do. So he said, all the time when I was speaking, he said, every time I looked over to where I was sitting, he said, see that man over there? He said, he's a man of God. This is what the Holy Spirit is saying to him all the time he's preaching. Every time he looked over, see that man over there? He's a man of God. See that man over there? He's a man of God. That's what the Holy Spirit kept saying time after time after time. So when I stood up and said, excuse me, I have something to say. The Father had already prepared the way. And this is what I want to say to you. And this is the reason why I'm sharing this with you. For me, I'm sitting with my heart thumping in my chest thinking, how's this going to happen? Because why? I know the voice of the Spirit. Do not be afraid to move with the things the Holy Spirit tells you to do because you'll miss an incredible testimony of the transforming power of the Spirit. You'll miss opportunities of His glory being manifest in this generation. That's why I'm sharing this. See that man over there? He's a man of God. So when you came up here, I had no problem. I had no problem with you coming up here. He said, but before you go, I want you to pray for the sick in this place because I believe that we're going to see a mighty outpouring of miracles happening right here, right now. I said, hallelujah, praise Yehovah. And that's what we did. We prayed for the sick and the Holy Spirit started to move in a powerful way, ministering to the hearts of people. It was an incredible moment to see the testimonies of the transforming power of the Spirit, how he manifests. And then that pastor said to me, he said, I want you to know something. He said, this church, may this be your spiritual home anytime you come back to South Africa. You, are, you have an open invitation to come here anytime. Well, guess what? I've never been back to South Africa since that, since that weekend. I've not been back in South Africa. I can't wait to the next time I get to go to South Africa because I have my heart there. You know, I used to go there every single month. I used to see incredible moves of the Spirit. I got to go to the townships. I got to, you know, go to so many places, uh, you know, from, from the rich bankers all the way to, to the poor slums of the nation. I got to see uh, the full spectrum of what the nation is made up of. When you go and preach the gospel in a school and share testimony and you've got all these little children that all they want to do is just touch a white person because they haven't seen a white person. You know, those experiences are something else. It's incredible when you look into the eyes of these children that are coming to the Messiah, realizing that they need to know who he is and want to know more about the scriptures and walk in the ways of God. What a privilege it is to take the gospel to a place that has never heard the gospel once. We have a responsibility to be equipped in him that the glory of Yehovah will manifest within our lives. You are not your own. You are bought with a price. The Father paid a dear price for you. Here's another testimony that got me in a lot of trouble, actually. That, that testimony didn't get me in trouble. That testimony got blessed. And the next testimony somehow got me in trouble. I don't know why. Just typical enemy. That's what he wants to do. 
Anyway, I'm in this fellowship in Charlotte, North Carolina, thousands of people there this Sunday night, and uh, the pastor decides to turn the whole thing into a prayer meeting. And um, he starts interceding and praying, and, and people are all there. They're like, oh, you know, we didn't really come here to pray. We kind of came here to hear you preach to us. Now you're making us work. <laughs> and as they're praying, it's like flat dead, you know, just a spur of religion all over this place. And this is meant to be a Pentecostal uh, fellowship. Anyway, it's going on and on. The pastor's full of vigor and he's shouting and he's praying and he's pressing and he's calling this one down the front for this nation and calls Haley down on behalf of Israel, calls other people, come down, you know, someone from Lebanon there, you know, what country are you from? Come down, we're going to stand in the gap for the nations today. And people were like, oh, yeah, just no one was entering in. There was no spirit of intercession being released. But but the, the pastor's heart is like, this place is called to intercession. Can nobody pray in this place? This is what he's speaking out. Does no one know how to pray? Then he says this, he says, will someone come and pray? I'm like, oh boy, look at this place, what a mess. I don't want to pray in here, there's spirit of religion everywhere. Well, what am I doing? I'm judging instead of, how, we're called to be the answer. It's so easy for us to judge, but the Father wants us to be the answer. He doesn't want us being judgmental over everything. He wants us to be the answer. And Haley turned around and looks at me, she said, I know you're meant to pray. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know I'm meant to pray. I just don't want to pray, <laughs> you know. You know, it, look, it's okay. You know, sometimes you just don't want to do something. Why? Because the people of God should be further on than this. We should be at a place of preparedness. When crisis comes, we should move into action. We should start to see the supernatural manifest, the glory of God moving at such a rate, man. It would be like an invasion of the presence of God in the cities of our communities. Hallelujah. Instead, when crisis happens, what are we doing? We're preparing the people. We're saying, wake up, O sleeper. Where are the believers? Can we take our posts it's a call for action. Are you ready for this crisis? Have we not been in preparation our whole lives for such a day as this? This is not a usual day within the world's agenda. The entire world system is crushing all around us by an invisible enemy. And here we have the tangible presence and the power of God, the glory of Yehovah available to us. And what are we doing? What are we going to do with it? Well, I want you to get your instructions in the Spirit. I want you to receive by the power of the Holy Spirit what you are called to do so you can be effective for His kingdom for such a time as this. So Haley says in this church, you know, uh, I, I know you're meant to pray. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll, I'm going to pray. Before I walked down the front, I had to deal with my judgmental spirit. I didn't want to pray in that place. I didn't even like the people. I don't want to pray here. And I had to check my heart and say, you know what, Father? I want to see these people through your eyes. And this is such an important key. Stop looking at people through their faults and their imperfections and who you think they are and start seeing them through the eyes of Messiah. I want to see them through the eyes of Yeshua. So I walk down the front and uh, I walk up to the pastor and I said, would you like me to pray? He goes, 
He gets that mic, thumps it straight into my chest, nearly wins me. I'm like, man, he almost stopped me from having an ability to pray. Oof. Okay, take the mic. I get hold of the mic. And I just said, Father, I break the spirit of religion in this place. And I'm sharing this for a purpose. I break the spirit of religion right here, right now. I might be sharing testimony. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb in the word of, my, a word of our testimony. I'm sharing testimony right now. But let me tell you something. I'm applying it to our fellowship right now. I'm applying it to this broadcast. I'm applying it to this devotional right now. So that we can walk in the freedom of the Spirit. Because there's people watching right now. You've got a spirit of religion. You're so caught up in religion. <laughs> there is no room for the Holy Spirit to speak to you because you've got everything boxed away. You, you, you can't move to the left and right. You've got to stay down the same track. You're not open to change. You're not open to a different way. The Father said, I'll make a way where there is no way. So I break the spirit of religion. So I said, Father, I break the spirit of religion in this place. I said, Father, will you move us to the place of intercession? Will you break our hearts with the things that breaks yours? And if there's one thing we want more than anything right now, it's this. Father, break our heart with the things that break yours. As you look around right now, when you see that death toll rising, when you see the number of people who have died, every one of those people who died are a part of a family. Everyone is part of a family. They're loved. It's someone's grandma. It's someone's son. It's someone's daughter. It's someone's brother. It's someone's sister. Father, will you break our hearts with the things that break yours? I'm recording from Israel right now. And right now we have 25 people dead. 25 people. The UK today today of this recording had 567 people die today. I don't know what the number was in America. That might have been close to the number just in New York. Thousands have died. Thousands. Some national leaders are, are proclaiming, well, in America, Donald Trump said 100 to, was it 100 to 250,000 people are going to die in the next week to two weeks. Will you break our heart, Father, with the things that break yours? This is families we're talking about. This is families. <clears throat> Father, if there's ever a day for salvation, if there's ever a day to wake up this generation, wake up this generation, will you wake up this generation? Will you weep over the lost? Will you stop trying to sit in your righteous, blessed place and say, Father, will you break my heart with the things that break yours? Your body was broken for me. We're coming up to Passover. This is preparation for Passover. We're almost at the day. We've got just a couple of days when the high priest goes out to select the lamb, that perfect lamb that has to come in and be examined.
Will you break our hearts, Father, right now? Oh, show me your glory. Oh, show me your power. I want to feel the hairs on the back of my neck tingling. Yes, no. Show me your glory for what? For the purpose of victory in Messiah. It was about six weeks ago when I was traveling, I made this statement uh, one of our mornings. I said this, I said, you know, there's coming a day where CNN is going to have to broadcast the glory of God manifesting and transform lives. And I've said that a few times over these last few days. Why? Because it's stirring in my spirit. This is what the Father's saying. Even the news broadcasters are going to have to start proclaiming the glory of God because of what's about to unfold within the nations of the world. Why? Because there is no power greater. There is nothing greater than the power of God. And it lives in you and it lives in me. And we are what? We are contagious with Yeshua. Well, are you contagious with Yeshua? Why don't we ask the question right now? Hello, self. Are you contagious with Yeshua? Are you, are you at the place where people are beside themselves because you're just so on fire with who he is? This is the time where you spend all of your time, all of your time, Stop your world, get on your face, and let's be a prepared people. Stop your world, receive the words of Yehovah. This is not business as usual. I don't even want to do anything in the day other than just be before him and seek his face. Come on, let's get in his presence. Let's get to the place where we are pursuing him. Take that time out where you go behind that closed door. You know, when I was 11 years old, that was just a closet. I just went in the closet, shut the door with my flashlight and said, this is the place where I'm going to find you. You don't need that much space. How much space do you have? The whole family's at home. You can't go anywhere anyway. But can you find that place? Even if you've got to go sit in the car, you know, just make sure you put your seatbelt on, you know. Go, go sit in the car, put your seatbelt on just in case you get raptured out of there, you know because of the things that God does. Come on, find that place where we can come aside, get up early, get into his presence, and ask the Father to minister through us. Here I am. Here I am. Send me, use me. Man, I've got so many scriptures I wanted to share. And I, look, I don't even know what time. What time did we start? Anyone know? It's 11.35 here in Israel. Father, thank you for your word. Oh yeah, here we go. Listen to me, your islands. Isaiah 49. Oh yeah, we've gotten down to 20% on the old battery of the phone as well, so we're not going to be too long tonight. Isaiah 49. Listen to me, your islands. What is this? I'm, I, I'm proclaiming the commissioning of our Messiah. That's what I'm proclaiming right now. Just listen to this, because 
If this is his commissioning, it's also your commissioning. Listen to me, you islands. Hear this, you distant nations. That was Scotland he was talking about when he said the islands. Before I was born, Yehovah called me. From my birth, he has made mention of my name. He made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. Hallelujah. He made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. This is a prophecy for you too. He has made you into a polished arrow. He has concealed you in his quiver. There's an appointed time for the release of the authority of God within your life. Hallelujah. There's Sandy telling me we're at 49 minutes. That's great because we're trying to keep it to an hour. That's the goal. He said to me, verse 3, he said to me, Isaiah 49, You are my servant Israel, in whom I will display my glory. You are my servant Israel. It's talking about the Mashiach, it's the Messiah, in whom I will display my splendor, my glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, Father, we thank you for your glory. We thank you, Father, for what you are doing in such a time as this, that this is the time for your glory to be manifest in the nations of the world. It's time for his glory to be manifest. So anyway, I was telling you about being in that church, and I preached, and I said, Father, break our hearts for the things that break yours. Well, you know what happens? The glory of God falls in the place. All of a sudden, people start moving into intercession. They start praying. There's a, there's a sound that rises in the place. The glory of God starts manifesting. People are weeping. They're repenting of their sins. This is the very first thing that needs to take place before action. We have to come to the place where we, we, we release everything of who we are. Father, the past is behind we draw the line. This is the moment where we come before you. We repent. Teshuvah. We say, Father, we want to be done with ourselves. We want to be full of you. Equip us. And then we can rise up and we can truly intercede on behalf of the nations at this point. Because he's done the work within our hearts. He's brought, done the change within our hearts. And out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's why we can have confidence as we minister, confidence as we preach, confidence as we stand up and say, excuse me, I have something to say. Why? Because the scripture says, don't worry about what you say. I will fill your mouth. I will give you the words that you need to say. For this is the hour. So this mighty outpouring of the Spirit starts taking place. People's lives are being supernaturally transformed. The glory of Yehovah is manifesting and thousands of people's lives are being changed. I hand the mic back to the pastor and I just stand to the side. There's nowhere to go because people are all over the floor in prayer and intercession and the Father's moving. Then I just stand there. I couldn't get out of that church for one and a half hours after the service finished. Do you know why? Because people were lined up and they wanted to come and tell me the miracles of testimony of what happened when I prayed. When you prayed, break our hearts with the things that break yours. This is what happened. I, I walked into an open vision. This is what the Father did in the area of sin within my life. This is how he set me free. You spoke that word and this is what happened in the spirits. Father, I'm calling your people to a place to speak forth your word. 
break our hearts with the things that breaks yours. Let us not take lightly the lives that are being lost. Let us not take lightly the families that are being affected. Protect the body of Messiah. That's our prayer. That we are immune to any virus in Yeshua's name. We say that we are protected in Yeshua's name. To COVID-19, we are protected. You have no hold on us. Anything we touch that has your contamination is supernaturally cleaned up in Yeshua's name because of the authority of the Holy Spirit dwelling within our lives. Show me your glory. (laughs) Hallelujah. I hope you are blessed and encouraged tonight. And, you know, look, I'm sharing this with you because I want you spurred on in the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you what that church did to me. They had a a, a deacon's meeting, an elder's meeting the next day, and they didn't want me to come back again because they thought maybe Kenny Russell's going to set up a competing church within the neighborhood. No, I don't think so. That's not what it's all about. And they came up with nonsense and were trying to find people who could speak against me and try and work out schemes on how they could discredit me. Instead of just saying, thank you, Father, for your miraculous power. Thank you, Father, for what you've done. This is what man does. Man is so good at it. Man wants to destroy other men. But we are called to be accountable to each other and accountable in his name. And we do not need to be afraid. They scorned on the Messiah. They came against him. When he did something good, they said, Ah, man, you don't cast out demons in God's name. You do it in the name of Beelzebub. They'll come against you as you walk in the presence of Yehovah. And it's time we get to the place where we say, I'm not going to walk in compliance with this world or this world system. I would rather be a fool for Yeshua, walking in what? His truth and His grace. That's what's revealed through the glory of Yehovah, through the Son. The glory of the Father coming through the Son with grace and truth. So, Father, break our hearts, change our hearts. I can't say any more than what I'm saying tonight. Let's get to the place of prayer. um, And, you know, let's get to a place where we can encourage each other. Expect the supernatural. Expect the supernatural. It says in the Word that the dead will rise. Well, you've got plenty of bodies going to be lying around in a minute for you to practice your gift of raising the dead. I, you know, look, I've, I've just got to get out of quarantine. That's my goal. Come on, 14 days. Get me to Passover. Get me out of cl- quarantine. <laughs> Chlor- chlorinine. I want to be out of quarantine so I can get out there. I've got to get to my 100 meters. That's as far as you can go right now. But just let me use my 100 meters. Let's go pray for some people. <laughs> Thank you, Father, that through social media we're not in quarantine because we can reach the nations of the world right here, right now. You might not have the restrictions in your community that I have in my community. Maybe you can go lay hands on people who've died. Do you believe in seeing the dead raised? Do you believe it? It's elementary. It's elementary stuff. What about Smith Wigglesworth grabbing the guy in his uh, casket at his funeral and throwing him off the back wall? How about that for, 
you know, a nice Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, don't invite Smith Wigglesworth to your 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 uh, parents' funeral. <laughs> you know, your in-laws' funeral. No, don't invite Smith Wigglesworth. He might walk down there and grab the body and throw it off the back wall. Three to four days dead and he comes alive. Don't die in these meetings either. He'll go up and whack you one, bring you back from the dead. How far off track are we today from the elementary principles of walking in the Holy Spirit? Well, anyway, my goal right now, I just want to stir you up. I want to stir. Can you believe out the box? You know, look, I, look, let me tell you something. I prayed over a man who was dead and frozen. And they had already cut open and done autopsy within him. He had stitches all over different places on his head, his face, his neck, his lungs, his chest, everything. They'd already been in there trying to work out what's going on, what was his cause of death. All stitched them all back up, ready for his funeral. Took him out of the freezer. And I'm laying hands on a frozen body, saying, In Yeshua's name, I speak the resurrection power over you. In Yeshua's name, yes. He didn't rise up. But there's coming a day where the raising of the dead will be normality. Simply believe. Do you believe to walk in his ways? I'd rather be a fool for Messiah. I'd rather be a fool for Messiah than walk in the ways of this world. Let's rise up. Let's believe that the Father will give us the gifts of the Spirit. Start calling out for the gifts. Father, I want the gift of healing. I want the gift of miraculous miracles. The gift of miracles. Father, give me the gift of miracles. Is that your cry? Why? I want to see Yeshua glorified. Show me your glory. Where's the power of God manifesting in his people? Well, I'm here to tell you tonight. May his power, may the glory of Yehovah manifest in my life. This is a warrior right here. I choose to be a warrior in the army of Yehovah, and I'm taking up my position in the ranks of the army to say, here I am, send me. I speak forth the commissioning right now. I'm a servant of the Most High. You, you, you make my mouth like a sharpened sword. I prophesy that word from verse 2 of Isaiah 49. In the shadow of his hand you hid me. You have hid me for a moment. He made me into a polished arrow. Polish me up and prepare me for that challenge, for that calling, for that word, for that miraculous miracle, that transformation, and concealed me in his quiver. He said to me, you are my servant Israel in whom I will display my glory. You are my servant Israel. We are Israel too. Father Abraham, you are the father of our faith. And the same glory that was revealed to you the same glory that dwelt within you is the same glory that dwells within me. And I proclaim the victory in Messiah. <sighs> Listen, go get him. <laughs> go get him. Devil, you're in trouble. I served you notice when I was 15 years old. I served you notice. I said, if I find the living reality of God, I will come after you to the nations of the world and you will wish you never messed with me. You will wish you never wasted one moment trying to convince me to walk away from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And I'm here to say I'm on a mission. 
and I'm on a mission to pull down the kingdom of Hasatan and see his glory lifted up. Hallelujah. If you're blessed and encouraged tonight and you're strengthened in the spirit, I want to ask you to do something. I want to ask you to stand with bulldozer faith. Stand with our ministry. Even if your gift is $10, whatever you can do, go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. Connect with our ministry. Get our news reports. Connect with us every day on Facebook because we are here every day. We're going to press through in Yeshua's name to, to bring salvation and deliverance to this generation. But we need you if we're going to make a difference. We need people to stand with us. We need people to support us. We do not have the resources to pay even our current bills right now. Why? Because we spend everything we have giving out. You know, we've just been in the States giving out. And what are we doing? We're pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. We're continually pouring out. And we need the body to stand with us because that, that's what we spend our resources on. We spend our resources on making a difference. Will you help fund our missions forward? Because we are, at this time, a ministry that needs monthly support. We are not in the place where uh, we can sit back and say, you know what, you don't send your gifts and donations to us right now. But listen, if you're in a place of need, in a place of lack, do not give to our ministry. If the Father is blessing you, then pour out the blessings so we can make a difference. But if you're in a place of need, we just stand with you and we ask for the Father to bring provision to you. And maybe some of the blessings that come to us, we'll be able to share with others in a place of need. Share your needs. Send me a private message. Tell me what you're going through, what's happening within your life so we can stand with you. It's time for the body of Messiah to sell fields. Well, you probably can't today. You know, there's not much you can go buy and sell right now. But, you know, if you have the ability to plant a seed to bring transformation, I want to encourage you to do it. But more than anything, what do we want? We want the body to be equipped. So let's be equipped as a people. Let's get to the place where we realize that this is time to make a difference for the kingdom. I want to thank you for watching. Until tomorrow, leave your comments right here because I'm going to uh, look at the comments and, uh, you know, I'll be standing in prayer uh, and just really pressing in with you. Let me know where you are. I see Dennis there. He's uh, in the Galilee right now. Dennis, I just pray for you and your wife right now. I know that things are pretty difficult up there. There's quite a few cases up there of the coronavirus and we just speak protection over you and your household in Tiberius and Yeshua's name. Uh, we see Barbara's come in. Hi Barbara in Pennsylvania. Good to see you. We see Lynn there. Um, it's good to see you Lynn. Thanks for joining with us. Um, Raya Roof, John is watching as well. Great to see you. Jean, great to see you. Susan uh, Ferguson, great to see you. Dennis Martin in, in Florida. Great to see you Dennis. And, you know, thanks for everyone coming in and just connecting with us. Uh, there's Amanda there watching. Hallelujah. So be blessed. Be encouraged. If you missed any of this, go back and watch from the beginning. This is an important message of preparation for the kingdom. Take this message and share it. Get on your messenger. Start sending it out to people. We need the glory of God to manifest 
in this generation in the nation. So let's do our part. If you don't have the ability to preach and to speak and communicate, then use this. Get it out there so that we can be equipped as a body and take time in the presence of God to receive from him because it's not about your ability and what you think you can do. What are you waiting for? He He's making you like a polished arrow. He's hiding you within his quiver. He's doing a preparation work within your life that is not manifest in the natural yet so he might cause you to do things that's totally out of your comfort zone and totally out of what you think is your ability but that's just who our God is that's how he uses us he doesn't use your natural talent the majority of the time he uses us in spite of us to show just how powerful and how amazing he is so father let your glory be revealed within our lives thanks for watching till next time shalom shalom tomorrow next time shalom shalom